You're listening to High Radio with Miss Amber. Hi. The theme that we have on this month is Women's Month. For the whole of the month, we're celebrating women. And this time we have a Shiro of the Week. I'm always on the outlook of ladies that are making impact in their own way. And who are making sure that, you know, they are making some uh, movements and um, creating some, some success for themselves. One that I noticed is a, is a lady I know uh, for years. Uh, I know her for, from her pageant time back in the day. She participated in uh, Ghana Most Beautiful in uh, the Netherlands. And she's an intelligent uh, beauty. Uh, first, she was based in the Netherlands, but now... Uh, or actually recently I talked to her and realized that she moved on to UK, not just for any reason, because we hear a lot of uh, people moving out uh, to UK, especially uh, the diaspora here in the Netherlands. You know, we actually sometimes feel the need that we could move somewhere else for bigger opportunities or somewhere, but for some it's really for studies. And that is the same thing that was for a lady who is very inspiring. I think she's doing very well for herself. She shared with me that recently she went into UK uh, for some studies uh, because um, she wants to, you know, level up. <laughs> so this is a Sierra uh, time uh, where everybody is hyping level up. Let's call it level up. She went to level up. And uh, recently she announced that she is yet to start her PhD. And she announced another thing uh, that she is doing. So she's making impact. <clears throat> and I feel that since she is making that impact, I really needed her to be on the show and talk to me. I couldn't fly her on from UK. I'm not in that level yet. I also need to level up. <laughs> But that's okay. Uh, but yet she did uh, make some time for us. And she was like, sure, I am ready to talk to you online and to talk about what I do. So this is not something that I ju I'm just doing to talk about women in general, but actually look at what is enabling them to create impact for themselves. Have a lovely lady over here, and she is called uh, Raisa uh, Kumara, if I'm saying it well. I need to check with her. Uh, Raisa, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. And don't worry, you will be able to live to. <laughs> Thank you, know, you so much. It's one day. It will happen. It will happen. Thank you so much. I take that by faith. <laughs> And um, because yes. uh, we, I, I, I'm, I was just always blown away by your story and all of that. Because I know you, um, but the people out there uh, don't know yet who you are. And I kind of want people to understand who you are. So can you tell us a bit about Raisa uh, Kumara? Yes. So um, it's true. We knew each other from the pageant day. So yeah, I participated in the pageant day. Uh, when I was 17, I think. I'm 25 at the moment. Oh, wow. Time flies. <laughs> yes, it does, isn't it? It seems um, like so, two years ago. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. Time flies. Um, so basically, I did my VMBO here. Um, mm -hmm. Started that for two years. And then during my Havo, I participated in the pageant, which is, was an amazing experience. Wow. Um, and then I did... Hogeschool at the Hague University, which is equivalent to university, right, on an international level. Isn't well, it? yeah, I guess so. It's applied sciences, so it's oh, not yeah. 
well, I can't really go into that further. <laughs> I don't have much knowledge about that. Okay. But I basically did my bachelor's mm-hmm. in the Hague University in social work. Okay. Um, because at that time, there was not really a course for psychology at that level, at the, at the bachelor level. All right. Um, so I focused on social work. Mm-hmm. And um, even that period was quite interesting because I traveled to America to do my research. Oh, okay. Um, so I did that for a few months. Um, I think I was 20, 21, 20. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go. I don't yeah. want to be in this country. <laughs> <laughs> you were I done. I don't want to be in Netherlands. There's so much more outside of this small country. I'm going to go to America and do my studies. Um, so I did my research there at a private university called Case Western mm-hmm. Reserve University in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And um, at that time, my research was about, because um, always, I've always been interested in mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did my research around that. And then I came back from America and I graduated with like a 10 for my dissertation. So that's like summa cum laude. Really? So, yeah. So I was the best of the cohorts. My gosh. And um, <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Mm. And then I thought, okay, I have this amazing grade <laughs> yeah. for this degree. Um, but what can I do in the Netherlands? I always knew I wanted to be a psychologist. Yeah. Um, but I guess... I have a little bit of impatience in me because I know that in the Netherlands there's a couple of extra years you have to do before you can do the master in psychology or something like that. So I thought, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to do that. Mm. So uh, I decided to just go abroad and go to the UK. Right. <laughs> and that's where I am today. Yeah. That is super cool. And what I want to know is because you know that you wanted to be a psychologist, at what point did you know what you want to be? Hmm. It's interesting because I think for everyone it's different. Some people, um, they just know from the start what they want and other people just along the way of their journey in life, they know what they want. Mm-hmm. But I always had an interest in people's behavior, people's minds. Um, oh, actually, this is a very interesting story. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, yeah. and this is primary school age, I'll come back from you know, school, and I will watch like Dr. Phil or Oprah with my mom. And I'll just be so interested in the stories of, you know, what people go through and their traumas. Their nonsense. so interesting. (laughs) And their nonsense. Yes, there was a lot of nonsense on Dr. Phil and and Oprah. But it was interesting. I was just very curious. Um, But I think there was also a part of me that just wanted to help people. And that's why I started with social work, because that's quite of a field where you help people that are in need. Yeah. Um, so I was just always kind of, I always had that urge and longing to help people with their difficulties. Yeah. Um, so I guess with but those two, I thought, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm just going to go into psychology. And also, mm-hmm. I didn't want to go into the medical field because I thought so many years, but now I realize that actually for this degree or this kind of field, it's still equally, <laughs> equally the same years. Is it? But yes, yes, it is. It is. But yeah, so that's how I got my interest. All right. So you kept, uh, okay, so you discovered quite early then uh, what your thing is, actually. Yes. And yes, quite early. And went all the way forward. So one thing I want to know, because you mentioned that you traveled to U.S. uh, for Mm -hmm. that and actually got an uh, exquisite grade (laughs) for that. Mm -hmm. Um, How Mm -hmm. did U.K. come along? 
So UK Come Along is because, um, like I said, when I did my social work degree, I got and and then I thought, okay, what can I do with this? Because it's quite a high grade. Mm -hmm. And I think what was really important in that life stage is to have the right people around you. Right um, people, people around that you. Yes, <laughs> the people that motivate you, the people that encourage you. And, you know, I just, I had people around me that actually encouraged me saying, this, this is so good. You were so great. You would actually kind of um, downplay yourself if you don't go abroad and go to this amazing university. And I thought, mm, amazing university. And um, so I was thinking of Cambridge University or Oxford. Wow, that or one, is. Or, or, the one, or the ones in America. Upscale. Um, <laughs> that is very upscale. And to be honest, like every other human being, I was insecure. I was like, what? Mm -hmm. Cambridge University? Mm -hmm. How, as a Dutch person, am I going to get in there? You know, English is my second language. Mm -hmm. How am I going to get get there um but like i said it's it is really the people around you that just believe in you and then you start to believe in yourself and you're like okay you know what i'm just gonna mm -hmm. do duplication yeah. give it to god give it to god and he will make something out of it yeah and uh i did get an offer and i got accepted and that process was quite you know interesting and difficult because i i do i couldn't ask anyone else for help because I don't know anyone yeah. that went to the university so I had to really go through that process alone um, so and yeah I just I got in I got it, the offer and I moved to Cambridge to do a master of philosophy in psychology and education also so tell me how how does an offer how how does that even work yes so how that works is um, a really good question. I think if there's anyone on the sh on listening that really, you know, is excelling in education in the Netherlands, yeah. I would definitely encourage and urge them to apply to Cambridge because there's not many of us there in general, as in people um, of an ethnic minority, and there's certainly not enough Dutch black people there. Oh, um, nice. So if anyone have, has questions anyways about that, please do message me. But yeah. I can give you some information about how that goes. Mm -hmm. um, so basically you have to send like a personal statement about, for me, because I did my master's, I had to focus on what my kind of focus on research would be yeah. and what my future plans are. Mm -hmm. um, so I did my personal statement, mm -hmm. give a bit of a journey of my life and where why I wanted to do psychology. And then I had a Skype interview. Mm -hmm. So I was still in the Netherlands working and I had a Skype interview. Yeah. Um, and then another thing that is quite uh, pivotal for us Dutch people mm -hmm. is the language because mm -hmm. they're going to rigorously test us mm -hmm. um, if we are able to, you know, adapt to this English um, educational system. Um, so I had to do a number of tests um, to show my English um, efficiency and qualifications and all of that mm -hmm. and then after that um, yeah I just you know pay the fees and go <laughs> oh so it, over what period does this happen oh this is um, a year yeah period a year, of a year. Period. so I, I had to apply a year in advance that sounds that sounds long yeah it's a it's a process <laughs> it definitely is so isn't it yeah. um how 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 did you feel in the meantime 
Um, was there anything like being nervous or something like that or doubting any fears any challenges can you explain to oh us definitely about that? definitely i was i was very concerned about um the english aspect and um yeah the funding as well and um yeah i was very concerned about that because i know the uk is a bit more expensive than the netherlands which mm -hmm. i think now it's a bit similar with brexit and all of that but back in the days it was still very the difference mm -hmm. and I was also very concerned about the educational kind of system because I'm not used to that. Mm -hmm. Dutch system is very different. Um, so I wasn't really sure what to expect. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess, you know, with again, the support from others and really faith in God, I, that, that period was really a test for me mm -hmm. to just remain faithful because I'm a Christian and I do believe that um, mm -hmm. God has really, you know, kept me true in this. Amen. And, yeah. So that's how I kind of, that, those were my kind of insecurities, the fact, how am I going to cope, mm. you know, in that kind of environment. Um, but it went really well and I loved it. It was a good experience. It was really, really quick, mm -hmm. just for nine months. And even in those nine months, I was still, because Cambridge is quite intense. As in <laughs> it's not, working it's not, an, I, it's not an Ivy League, it's not an Ivy League university for nothing. It is mm -hmm. an intense university. It's 24-7 studying. So 24-7? Yeah, well, I'm I'm exaggerating a bit, but yes, it is a lot of study hours. <laughs> but I also have a lot of fun, so it was really good. I enjoyed it. So, uh, in a bit, because I wanted to ask you even, because you've told me about the platform that you are starting, and I almost mm -hmm. wanted to ask, well, if it is 24 hours, then how do you manage to um, mm -hmm. combine the two? But I think mm -hmm. that uh, in a little bit, we can talk about that. In the meantime... Uh, I'm just going to uh, share a song so that we can uh, yeah. pause on that. And then we're going to come back and talk about your platform. Because I'm interested to know how you were able to combine all of the working that you were doing. And yeah. um, kind of pull through and manage all of this. Because it seems I have respect for ladies that have um, such a intelligence to do PhD. Because that means you're really mm -hmm. smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And well, it's, it, it means that I work hard and that's the essence, isn't it? Working hard and true. just, you know, being focused. And that's what I was, I've always been, just being focused, knowing that this is what I want to do and being determined that it's going to happen any means necessary. Got it. <laughs> it means De to. Determination so, yeah. and drive. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, well, on that note, we're just going to go and uh, listen, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to give you a a slight information that we are talking to Raisa Kumaga, who is in uh, UK, uh, just announced that she's going to start uh, on her PhD. And also yeah. there is a lot of more to that story and where it's coming from, because this lady is uh, doing something very innovative, creating impact for our African, and in this case, um, relating to um, health, mental health. And in a few, we'll just be right back talking to this uh, intelligent, fabulous, beautiful lady talking about how she manages it all, uh, the crazy, the challenges, the victories, and having her faith uh, standing strong. Uh, but first, ladies and gentlemen, listen to... Uh, we're celebrating Women's Month. We're joining our South African listeners because they are celebrating women throughout the whole month. And in August, as it is now, every week I take the time out to celebrate Shiva of the Week. 
And what Shira of the Week means is that I take uh, a lady that I know who is making impact, doing something uh, really powerful in her uh, community and so on. And we're going to talk about how she creates success for herself. The theme of today or this week's discussion is uh, climbing your way up the ladder. Uh, she just talked about this uh, to us, uh, Raisa Kumaga, about climbing your way up the ladder and um, actually creating success for yourself through uh, hard work. Uh, now, Raisa, we uh, were also talking about your platform. Um, yes. Can you tell us a little bit more about your platform? Okay. So I'll start with um, why I kind of developed this. Mm -hmm. um, so I just noticed that in Ghana there were there was a trend where there were a lot of suicides wow. amongst um, young people, especially in universities. Um, and I just thought about actually what is out there back home for people like you and me with mental health difficulties. And I know that even, you know, in um, Europe, mm -hmm. mental health is not really spoken about amongst Africans, mm -hmm. um, still a taboo. So I thought, how could I kind of make a difference in that? Because I just felt compelled to do something about it. Um, so I thought in my research, the so my re the research what I did in Cambridge was about ethnic and racial identity. Mm -hmm. um, so I looked at how kind of how important our race and our ethnicity is in psychology, and that's why that's when I thought as well that actually there's not much research about us. There's not much research about how we kind of um, perceive mental health, what we do about it, how we how we can help each other. Very true. Um, so that's why so that's why I thought I'm going to start this mental health platform and kind of illuminate the fact that mental health. Is something that happens in a community maybe it it gets um exposed in different ways but it's definitely there and mm -hmm. um people are struggling with it sat in silence and um this mental health law platform is anonymous anonymously mm -hmm. and um it gives information about mental health first of all but it also kind of connects people um with each other that are kind of dealing with similar things um, anonymously as well, yeah. and it provides kind of um, online support through counselors mm -hmm. that will then kind of um, yeah give support and chat with them online. So everything is online based, um, but I think you know with technology rising and every globalization, everything is accessible. I think it's a good link of African diasporas and you know people back home to kind of yeah get together and help this you know problem what we, what's going on for us the mental health problem so yeah Definitely. that's my best for him all right so let's just rewind just a little bit mental mm -hmm. health what does it mean what does having so, mental health mean yeah okay so mental health um is so basically we have obviously our physical health that's all the things that bodily is going on um but there things in our body like our mind um, that has difficulties as well. So there's a lot of things such as depression, anxiety, um, even sometimes psychotic experiences that are all related mm -hmm. to the mind um, that we, that some people experience. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's a kind of mental health. So it's all around what is happening mentally for us. 
yeah. and um, in, opposed to physically. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Okay, so it's kind of what happens inside of us in short yeah. is what it yeah. is. So you being in your, uh, your field, uh, which of the mental health issues often appear among African women and mm -hmm. men? Men even, mm -hmm. because that is, that is also interesting to Oh yes, about. definitely. I think men are, is, they are the biggest group that suffer in silence because they have to suppress so many emotions and have to, you know, kind of perceive themselves and put like a status or a stamina for themselves, mm. um, which sometimes can be very difficult for them um, because, you know, the society looks at them like you have to be a man. But what does that actually mean? But that's a whole different story. Okay. But um, uh, <laughs> the prevalence of mental health in amongst Africans, um, what research quite shows is that kind of depression is one that depression, definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely something that people recognize nowadays. Um, stress and burnout. Burnout, oh gosh. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think also what maybe some people maybe don't really... Um, it's it's a difficult subject, but I think trauma um, relates to all of those things that I've mentioned because there are a lot of traumatic experience people experience, but Abuse, they just suppress it. The you know, um, things, right? So yeah, I see. And uh, what I also wanted to know because uh, dealing with these health issues, and um, you you have actually come up with a platform, an online platform to to deal with these type of issues like depression and burnout. How yeah. how would a platform, uh, and, and I'm just describing like, you know, a question that might come up or pop up in someone's head. How would an online platform contribute to um, being healthy in your head? <laughs> kind of. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think the first thing is awareness. All right. Knowing that actually what you're feeling and experience is real and there's a name for it. And it might be because, you know, what... Um, some kind of a hot debate in psychology as well is like are all the things that we are experiencing as western people is that universal is that kind of just subjected to a culture mm -hmm. and i think that us as african the community explaining and kind of sharing our narrative about what we're feeling mm -hmm. that's how we can then think about how we name it so the western people can call it depression maybe we'll find another word for it but what i'm saying is that there is experience and narrative around that oh. and i think bringing that awareness together mm -hmm. and having people sharing those stories of how they're feeling what they're thinking you know where it stems from there's already a start and that can gives the stepping stones for what can happen later. So that's first thing, awareness. And then, um, like I said, support from others. Because mm -hmm. sometimes what happens when you feel depressed or you feel anxious, you think that you're the only one. Oh, yes. Um, so when I, when, when I work, so at the moment I work with children and young people, and every time mm -hmm. we bring them together in a group, they always kind of shocked about the fact that actually I'm not the only person feeling like this. Mm -hmm. And I think in the African community, that is more amplified that we think we are crazy or i'm not enough i'm not a good christian enough why am i feeling like this yeah um you know so you have all these thoughts going on and thinking that you're alone in this well there's maybe someone else in ghana or maybe even 
in Europe that is feeling the same thing. And I think connecting that mm-hmm. online when everyone can have can have access to it, that is really pivotal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously, you can have all these problems, but we need to f- try and find a way to sort it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I guess with a counselor, just to speak to someone through an online chat room or through Skype or through email or phone, just to talk to someone that understands mental health and and understands what it's about Mm -hmm. um that listening factor can be very helpful and i guess you know the online platform will not you know solve the whole solution in the african community but i think it's a stepping stone and hopefully with that it shows um you know other leaders in the community that this is important and we can't ignore it because you know we can focus on all the physical health things and all the fact that a lot of Guineans and Africans are suffering with physical health problems, heart conditions, and we just obliviously forget that there is mental health that can link to all of that. So we need to look at it in a holistic way and try to kind of, yeah, find solutions for that. Cool. Speechless. (laughs) Because that is such an (laughs) interesting um, direction that our conversation is going because a lot of people avoid it or people don't know how to handle it or even to describe it. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that is a, um, a good thing to get involved with. So can you tell us a little bit of how your platform, how your platform works and how can somebody sign up or find it? Okay, so um, the platform is called Inaya Africa. And so you spell it with I-N-A-Y-A. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have my website is coming out soon in next week two weeks it's that's my up. deadline it's coming out next week all right <laughs> um, but you can but you can already connect um on social media so the facebook account for it is inaya um underscore ghana inaya and then on the, ghana. can you on spell the, that again so that people can you know find in, it? inaya so i-n-a-y-a okay, underscore Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghana, Ghana. and that's on Facebook mm-hmm. um, and then it's the same for Twitter and for Instagram it's um, Inaya underscore Africa um, yeah and the website will yeah the website is like I said it will get online so I'll share it then or I ask you to share it again sure um, <laughs> but you can use the but you can use the social media accounts to at least if you need immediate support, you know, to mm-hmm. just message. Because um, like I said, it's all anonymously. Because I think, you know, it's it's hard sometimes, you know, to kind of admit to feeling like this. Like everyone has had, I've, I've even had my periods where I've been feeling very low. So oh, I think we all have. But it's hard to own up for that. Yeah, we, it's hard to own up for that. But yeah. I think giving that opportunity that you can come to us anonymously, hopefully that will kind of spur people to come and share so yeah right. so i've shared the link on uh on our facebook so that people could find it which is also uh facebook.com mm-hmm. uh, slash i am not alone ghana and uh, could you repeat the twitter yeah. name so that people could find it so yeah i am so on facebook it's i am not alone ghana or inaya underscore ghana mm-hmm. on instagram it's inaya underscore africa mm-hmm. and the website will be www.inaya.co all right and we could also find but you on like twitter yet. was that is that correct 
Sorry? Could we also find you on Twitter? Yes. On Twitter as well, right. I'm sharing the link, so I make, I'm making sure I'm spreading the word. <laughs> and um, we just talked to Raisa Kumaga, who is a Shiro, our Shiro of the week. And I felt like celebrating this uh, phenomenal lady because she just announced that she is about to start uh, on her PhD in psychology. Do I say that right? Yeah, in September. In September. Yes, in counseling psychology in September. Counseling psychology. Uh, what does that make you after you've completed this and how long? Is there, um, do you have left? <laughs> so, so it'll make me a doctor in psychology, so I'll be a counseling psychologist. Mm -hmm. um, so then it will be a doctor, Raisa Kimaga, but for now you can just say Raisa. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and it will take three years. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's three years again studying, um, going on placements and also research. And I'm really looking forward to research um, because I'm really interested in that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm excited right. for the new journey and start. Oh, great. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Africa on Focus. I see some of you tuning in. I'm just giving a shout out to a few that are listening. Uh, Gary Mensa, shout out to you. Thank you for spreading the love uh, on my show. Nana Konedu Ose, uh, thank you for tuning in and listening to what we are talking about. Um, Minska, Minska, that's my home girl. That's my home girl from way, way back. I uh, love you, girl. Thanks so much for tuning in. And then we also have Mena Ama who says, I love your so show so much. Very educative and the best show I don't ever want to miss. Oh, thank you so much for the love, Mena Ama. Um, right now I'm talking to Raisa Kumaga and what she is doing. She's going to pursue her PhD in uh, the UK, but not just that alone. She is starting a platform to address um, health issues, and that is mental health issues. Um, she shared with us in summary that uh, when it comes to mental health issues, we Africans don't talk about it like the white people do, <laughs> as I would say, um, actually referring to it as the burnouts, the depressions and everything while a lot of us go through it while we don't even know it. Uh, she's starting a platform which you can join in uh, anonymously and get the conversation going. Uh, because with conversation, that's where it starts. And uh, I feel that I said also could be a starting point as to finding uh, how people could heal from this or find ways to, mm -hmm. um, how would they say, would they say you need to heal from this or grow out of it? It's, uh, hmm. I guess it depends on your own situation, if, we, if we're going to be critical. But I think um, the growing out of it, growing and healing, I think that would, could kind of be combined, actually, because you might be healing something from the past, but it's also, you know, a grow, growing from something. It's, you know, just, yeah, I think that is really important, too. So, so yeah, I it's think a it's a combination. combination. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it's a combination. Yeah. Good, good to know that and coming from an expert who's a doctor <laughs> as well. Um, well, we're almost at the end of uh, our talk. I just want to give a few minutes to uh, people who want to ask questions uh, to Raisa um, so that, you know, they could really get some ideas and answers from an expert. Um, and also regarding her journey as to now coming to this place where she's going to start a PhD in UK, a new country that is because you come from the Netherlands. Yes. How is UK treating you so far? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
it's good actually like uk is different i had to adapt but you know that's another thing of you know growing and excelling you have to adapt to the situations i had to do that i had to adapt to this new environment adapt to you know so i, I miss the Netherlands sometimes definitely because mm-hmm. we have our own kind of culture so um but yeah uk is good there's a lot of opportunities and i think it's very inspiring to you know see so many people doing great stuff for themselves so yeah Most i hope we you know the people in netherlands will get there as well as mm-hmm. in the, the black community but i think we'll get there definitely. Most definitely uh we're just gonna listen to a song and then we're gonna get right back and uh see if our listeners have some questions for raisa and then uh, share our giveaway that we have for the shiro who is doing who's making quite an impact for herself uh, we'll be right back, but first, uh, join And yes, we're back. You're still listening to Africa Unfocused with Miss Abba. And um, today, we actually have a special themed show, and that is Women Empowerment. We're celebrating uh, women uh, throughout this whole month, and we actually have a Shiro of the Week this time as i get into talks with a special lady who is making quite some success for herself uh now based in the uk pursuing her uh, phd as a psychologist and uh, also she has started her platform um you know addressing issues when it comes to uh, mental health Uh, i announced earlier that we are going to announce a giveaway from uh, high radio and um that is that this whole month we're giving away a special t-shirt and that is the shiro t-shirt i'm gonna make sure i'm gonna show it on the camera so that people can see it um we are giving away a shiro tea to a lady that you get to tag and you want to appreciate uh during uh this whole month and also our um, special beloved get Raisa gets a Shiro t-shirt as well because we feel oh, thank you. <laughs> we feel that you know you're doing a phenomenal job making an impact in a in a field that a lot of people just kind of forget because everybody is into business and things but you actually um, discovered your gift and what God has created you for at an early age and you were like you know what let me pursue this and uh, change my environment so yeah. um uh, we've almost come to the end of the intro i just want to know from you um do you have any last words from somebody else who wants to pursue um or take on your path okay yes um my words would be if there's something that you really want to do just do it and just lay it on god's feet and trust him and be determined, work hard. And you know, there's a lot of things in this world that can distract us, especially amongst young people. (laughs) So much. (laughs) But just focus because life is short and you have to work hard. Have fun as well. You can have fun, but work hard too. Have fun at the same time. um, Yeah, and like I said again, I'm just gonna repeat myself. If you have any questions around Cambridge applications, please let me know because I really want you guys there. You know, I want the future there. So yeah. please so, contact me. So how many people get in touch with you? Um, you mean how many people have, since I graduated asked me about it? No, how, how many people who have questions regarding um, what you're doing or signing up at uh, Only Cambridge 
how can they get in touch oh yo you can just um you know give me a text me message me on facebook um yeah you can just message me <laughs> okay so via facebook and also yeah. probably your platforms the inaya africa they can slide mm -hmm. in your dm <laughs> probably. yes exactly and uh, find you on there so people there you have it mm -hmm. if you uh, want to sign up uh, for cambridge go to uk and study and all of that have more questions relating that make sure that you get in touch with uh, raisa kumaga raisa do you have any last shout outs before we come to the end of this interview yes um i want to give a shout out to my family my mom my little brother um i want to give, <laughs> i want to give a shout out to my best friend lucky um and yeah i want to give a shout out and the most high praise to god because you know he's the one that i have to give the most credit to absolutely um so yeah that's it all right well, thanks so much, uh, Raisa, for making time to get into talks with me. I know it was quite on the short term, but um, I really enjoyed our conversation. And um, look out for more that's to come because our interview would be coming on my podcast um, next week. And so make sure that uh, we get to spread the word so that people who haven't been able to tune in right now could still uh, find you uh, through that. Thank you very much, Raisa, and God bless.